These stories were originally aired on WSUM's daily newscasts at 5 and 6 p.m. Tune in at 91.7 FM Madison or stream worldwide at WSUM.org. This is the News at 5 on 91.7 FM WSUM, streaming live on WSUM.org. Here's your 5 o'clock news update. Good Wednesday evening, Madison. You're listening to the 5 o'clock news update on WSUM 91.7 FM Madison Student Radio. I'm Lexi Stavichek. In local news, a new public art piece is unveiled downtown. Here's Hee-Won Lim with the story. A new piece of public art was unveiled in downtown Madison today. The pieces, titled Greeting Arc 1 and Greeting Arc 2, are made of stainless steel and are arched. The Madison Art Commission hired artist Song Hee Min to create a public art piece after seeing her work at Art on the Rooftop in 2022. Min cited the sun and water as inspiration for the pieces. The pieces were installed in the 200 block of South Pickney Street and are Min's first permanent exhibit. Reporting for WSUM News, I'm Hee-Wan Lim. Thanks, Hee-Wan. In national news, a federal judge denies a motion to dismiss a social media lawsuit. Here's Oliver Gerhards with the story. Tuesday, Google, Meta, Snap, and TikTok will have to face the claims by the families of teens harmed by social media following a federal judge's denial of a motion to dismiss the lawsuit in question. The motion to dismiss the lawsuit was based on a claim that the case should be tossed out based on either the First Amendment or Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Section 230 is a part of a 1996 federal law that has been often invoked to prevent the escalation of content moderation lawsuits. It allows companies to avoid liability for content posted by their users. District Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers held that these two laws shield the social media companies from only some of the plaintiff's claims. However, other claims regarding lackluster parental controls, poor age verification for young users, and violations of U.S. children's privacy law will be allowed to proceed. For WSUM, I'm Oliver Gearhars. Thanks, Oliver. In international news, conflict escalates in Mali. Here's Matthew Catalani with a story. After the departure of the UN peacekeepers in northern Mali, fighting between the Army of Mali and the separatist Tuareg rebels significantly increased. However, army forces have captured the strategically important town of Kidal. Losing the town provides a major blow to the separatist movement that has also been linked with Islamic extremist groups. Russian Wagner mercenaries aided the Malinese army in the fight after the Malinese military junta government kicked out the French forces and the UN. Thank you to Associated Press for the story. For WSUM, I'm Matthew Catalani. Thanks, Matthew. Turning over to sports, here's RJ Carroll with an update. Today in Badger Sports, the football team is continuing its preparation for their primetime showdown with Nebraska on Saturday night. Both teams are 5-5 five and five and the winner will become bowl eligible. The men's basketball team dropped their second straight game yesterday, 72-59 against Providence, moving their record to 1-2 on the season. A.J. Storr led the team with 22 points, and they will be back in action on Friday at home against Robert Morris. The women's basketball team beat South Dakota State yesterday, 66-64, courtesy of a last-second shot from Brooke Schrammick. This is the team's first 3-0 start since 2018, and they will be back in action Sunday on the road against Kansas State. Junior wrestler and reigning Big Ten champion Dean Hamidi won Big Ten Co-Wrestler of the Week after his dominant performance at the Michigan State Open where he won the title at 165 pounds. The wrestling team will be back in action Sunday afternoon at Iowa State. Both the men's hockey team and the men's tennis team brought in a new class of signees yesterday. The hockey team welcomed two forwards, two defensemen, and one goalie. 
while the tennis team brought in a player from Michigan and Hungary. As, as the weekend approaches, many UW athletic teams, besides the ones previously mentioned, have big games. The five-time national champion UW men's cross-country team and UW women's cross-country team will be competing in the national championships in Charlottesville, Virginia. This is the men's 61st appearance in the championships, which is the most of any school. The number 22-ranked men's swimming and diving team and the number 12-ranked women's swimming and diving teams are in Georgia and Texas from today to Saturday for those schools' respective invitationals. Following each of their bye weeks, the number 1-ranked men's and women's hockey teams have big series on the road this weekend. The men are in East Lansing to play number 9 Michigan State, and the women are in Columbus to play number 2 Ohio State. The volleyball team has two more road matches this weekend as they play Purdue Friday and Indiana Sunday. Finally, the women's soccer team is in the round of 16 of the NCAA tournament against Texas Friday afternoon. The winner plays again on Sunday against the winner of Florida State and Texas A&M. In professional sports, Packers linebacker Quay Walker returned to practice today after missing the last two weeks with a groin injury. Lastly, the Bucks are in Canada tonight to play the Raptors as they look to build off their win over the Bulls on Monday. Tip-off is at 6.30 p.m. For WSUM News, I'm R.J. Carroll. Thanks, RJ. Now onto the weather. It has been an unusually warm November day today. It is currently 58 degrees and sunny, and today we had a high of 62 and a low of 42. Tomorrow will be very similar to today with a high of 61 and a low of 42, but expect it to be windier. This weekend will continue to be sunny, but will start to cool off a little bit. Friday will have a high of 56 and a low of 31, and Saturday and Sunday will both have highs of 50 degrees and lows around 30 degrees. We'd like to thank Channel 3000 for being our news partner, and thank you for tuning in. From the WSUM News Booth, I'm Lexi Spevacek. Have a great evening, Madison.